This is a CBC original podcast. You are listening to an update from Someone Knows Something from CBC Radio. In season one, David Ridgen investigated the disappearance of five-year-old Adrian McNaughton, who vanished while on a fishing trip in eastern Ontario. The season finale was released in May, but a lot has happened since then. This episode contains spoilers, so if you haven't already listened to season one, keep that in mind. You can listen from the beginning at cbc.ca slash sks or download episodes on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. This is season one. Update. These guys are now looking and they're looking hard. I'm up at Holmes Lake. It's a really beautiful November day. Got the divers here again for dive number three. I can't see anything anyway, so you know what? Let's just blow the silt out of the way. SKS season one ended after we finished a dive and tried to talk to police. After SKS season one ended, the police came to the McNaughton's house and talked to them. During dive two, which happened after season one ended. We're here again in Holmes Lake, and we're gonna start uh, sifting silt. This is detritus from the bottom of Holmes Lake, dredged up by the divers here. We're searching for pieces of bone or rubber. This is where the dogs responded to something in the air. You reach down into it, like are you feeling bottom, solid? I was trying that. Even here, uh, I mean, we're only, what, three feet from the shore. Yeah. Easily going down uh, a foot into the mud to hit solid bottom. And that mud is a mixture of mud and tree branches. Sifting through the silt to look for remains of any kind, like bone or... or um... what, what's this? divers found a piece of shoe, a piece of shoe rubber. We found some rubber in the, amid the sludge. It looks like there's some... Uh... kind of rubber that goes around the end of a shoe, like one of those old kids back from the 70s, you know, when the kids had them. A little piece of rubber that went around the front of the toe. That's what I think it was. I don't know what that signifies. We'll find out. I think this might be the first piece of evidence I bagged. This is what one of the things or the items that we were looking for. So what are you going to do with it now? I'm going to I'm going to bag it as evidence. I'll put it in a bag, and then Scott is going to mark exactly where he he found it. We're going to yeah. start maybe a bit put it more focus there. Great. So 12:25 that was found. We gave it to police, and they said they would take it in and analyze it. I'll give you that little piece of rubber. The divers were ecstatic over finding this, and I'm. You know, always skeptical, but uh, it is, it is, it looks like an old piece of bumper off the front of a shoe, you know, the old kids. The front, you can take it. And that was labeled by one of the divers. Yeah, we'll take it and we'll have a look at it. Uh, maybe if we look at this piece that you found and maybe somebody could date it or, you know, say how old it is or something like that. I don't know what they can do with a piece of a shoe, but we can inquire about it. Police also told us the OPP 
that they had never heard the tip that we heard from John Jervis about the black and white car, the 1956 Dodge. So they took that with interest. There might be some areas that we can expand on. The black car was something that I wasn't familiar with, and I don't think Lori was. No. So. Do you think that any OPP canine unit would want to go even just do a practice run up there or something, or just to sort of verify the findings of all these dogs? I spoke to our one canine officer here in, in the area. In After we asked them at the McNaughton's if they would search the same area that we've been searching with their own cadaver dog, they agreed to, so they sent one handler with a dog up. The handler reported that they weren't able to see any actions happening from their dog. So after that, Kim Cooper came back up with another dog handler and three dogs. And she noticed even more pronounced actions on behalf of her dogs. With the wind, the direction the wind was going, she triangulated that the place where the dogs were making their actions was pretty much exactly where we were doing our dive before. So we decided we'd do a third dive. So we've all gone through the plan or read parts of it. We're pumping sediment from the bottom. We're going to do that ashore. And to get to the third dive. You can, you can go around the tree kind of like this. Yeah. And up. Why don't I uh, do either or? Since there were so many logs on the bottom of the lake near the shoreline, we decided to come up Thank you. with the approval of the Ministry of Natural Resources and took several of the logs out of the way, moved them, shifted them. and cleared the way. So, in fact, the log that the dogs crawled out on, we moved out of the way. And right now, as I'm looking at the lake, the divers are standing right there, right where we removed the logs. And they've got a pump and a boat, and they've got lots of tubes, and basically pumping the bottom of the lake. And we're uh, pumping the water into a series of screens. It's muddy water, lots of stuff coming out. And we're sifting it. The things we can't sift, we're throwing into piles so that the dogs can come and sniff them. And we've had some luck. Oh, yeah. That looks like a tooth. It does. That looks like a tooth. And it's a, it's a small size one. <laughs> it looks like a tooth, but who knows? Jeez. It's got the same kind of. Uh, kind of light at the bottom, darker at the top root, a small baby tooth type thing that would have been maybe even not erupted yet. We don't know if it is, but it's got the consistency of one that we've found something that looks like a tooth and uh, could be a baby tooth, like an unerupted baby tooth that was below the gum line perhaps. This is a human tooth in eight feet of water. All right, about 20 feet from shore in the location where he disappeared. We don't know. It might not be a tooth. It may not be a human tooth. But we've got it in a bag, and we're going to look at it. And we're going to keep looking at things here. We've got some other things in bags that look like they could be bone fragments. They're not just organic matter or wood. 
could be quartz, could be some kind of mineral. But we're gonna keep looking for Adrian here. You have been listening to season one. Update. The items that were discovered in Holmes Lake are currently being analyzed. We'll let you know the results as soon as we have them. Visit cbc.ca slash SKS to see a 360 video of Holmes Lake, along with more information on the Adrian McNaughton case. Someone Knows Something is hosted, written, and produced by David Ridgen and mixed by Cecil Fernandez. The series is also produced by Chris Oak, Steph Camp, and executive producer Arif Nurani. Our theme song is by Bob Wiseman, with vocals by Mary Margaret O'Hara and Jess Reimer. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.